Hello and welcome back to my sped talks. I'm probably gonna make a jingle sometime. I'm right now. I'm too lazy. <coughs> Anyways, today I want to switch it up and talk about one of my favorite things, which is history. And sure, that interests me, which is about Hiro Onoda, and I think it's pretty funny, frankly, is how he did not surrender for a long time after World War II. To give you some context, World War II ended in August 1945. He spent the next 29 years hiding in the Philippines until 1974. He was an intelligence officer in the commando class, and after his training, he was sent to Lubang Island in the Philippines with a group of men. He had one goal for, from his training, which was to be a pain in the ass and to slow them down, otherwise being known as a gorilla. When he did get there, he ran into some other Japanese men and of... <coughs> sorry. Some other Japanese men and the officers there outranked him and didn't let him carry out his mission. A lot of small stuff and things like this is why eventually the U.S. and the Philippine Army managed to take back the island. Otherwise, Jones is a good guy because I'm biased. Anyways. <coughs> because he was then... After a while, it was just him and three other dudes because everybody else got either pushed off the island, captured, or killed. He was the highest ranking person because there's only four people left. He told the men to go up to the hills and hunker down. He would then keep living in the mountains during his stay and they were still going to be gorillas and be assholes. They would engage in shootouts with the police. They would raid small villages and occasionally kill the villagers. Pretty nice. In mid-October 1945, the villagers left them leaflets saying, The war's over, man. You can come down. To which they respond, Fuck it. We ball. They said they were fake, and that's all there was to it. Let me keep this in mind. They had no connection to the outside world, so they really don't know. And, uh, let's see, where was I? Give me one sec. They thought it was Allied propaganda, and they were occasionally fired on by some locals because they were raiding them and killing them. So they thought, if the war was over, why are we being shot at? And I'm just kind of thinking that's a pretty shitty thought train. Anyways... <clears throat> Towards the end of 1945, they dropped leaflets by air. Anada's group examined all the leaflets and said, Hey man, it's probably faked. And I'm going, I'm going to tell you this once again, that they have no idea what's happening in the outside world. Anyways, one of the four soldiers, after a while, started walking away and surrendered to the Philippine forces in March of 1950. And with them being a man down, the others were even more cautious. Now in the year 1952, letters and pictures of their family were airdropped in, telling them, Hey man, it's been seven damn years, you need to take a break. And once again, they thought it was a trick later on when the soldier Shimada was shot in the leg in a shootout with local fishermen. I'm just gonna go out of my way and tell you that. It's gotten to the point where the fishermen had enough of their shit, so anyways. Anada, being the trooper that he is, nurses his leg back to health, and looking at it now, there was nothing going to stop this power trio. 
Anyways, on May 7th, 1954, Shimada was killed by a search party looking for him, and the other man, Kazuka, dies by two shots from local police. Well, he and Inada were stealing the farmer's grain and rice and then burning it. Onada, now being behind enemy lines without seeing his family and was probably tired, was now completely alone too. So on February 20th, 1974, he meets a Japanese man named Norio Suzuki, who was looking for Onoda, a panda, and an abominable snowman in that exact order. I don't even know why. Then brought him food and stuff, and they became friends. So after fighting so long, hippie boy looking for cool creatures says, Hey, come back now, and wait. Onada responds, I need orders from a superior officer. And this is still quite a while later. (coughs) So Suzuki flies all the way to Japan with pictures of him and Inada as proof for the government. Went to Inada's old commanding officer, which was now a bookseller because it was two and a half decades later. And then got the bookseller to go with him to Lubang Island. And then, which when, Inada was properly relieved of his duty and he turned in his sword... 500 rounds of ammunition and several grenades. Onada was a very popular following his return to Japan, and some people urged him to run for Diet, which was the Japanese bicameral legislator. He also released an autobiography, which was called No Surrender, My 30-Year War, shortly after his return, detailing his life as a guerrilla fighter and in the war that was long over. Excuse me. Uh, where was I? A Philippine documentary interviewing people who lived on the Lubang Island during Onada's stay revealed that Onada actually killed people, and he wasn't that good of a dude. And he did not mention that in his autobiography, which I'm just going to put out of the way. The newsman reported this and other misgivings, but at the same time welcomed his return home, which is still pretty impressive. The Japanese government offered him a large sum of money in back pay, which he refused, and then the money was pressed on him by well-wishers, and he donated it to the Yakusini Shrine. Renata was reportedly unhappy being the subject of receiving much attention and troubled by what he saw at the the withering of traditional Japanese values. In April 1975, he followed the example of his elder brother, Tadao, and left Japan for Brazil, where he raised cattle, and he married in 1976, and assumed a leading role in the Colonia Jamic, the Jamic colony, a Japanese community in Terranos, Mato Grosso do Sul, Brazil. I probably scuffed every pronunciation right there. Please don't blame me. Onoda was also allowed in the Brazilian Air Force to conduct training sessions on the land that he owned. After reading about a Japanese teenager who had murdered his parents in 1980, Onada returned to Japan in 1984 and established the Onada Shizunjuki, the Onada Nature uh, School, an educational camp for young people which was held at various locations in Japan. Freda- <coughs> President Ferdinand Marcos grants him a full pardon from his actions against the local residents in a televised community because I don't know why not. And as a revolt, controversy followed when he revisited Lubang Island in 1996 because his wife, Mashionara, had arranged a U.S. $10,000 scholarship donation on his behalf to a local school there.
In 2006, Machi Onoda became the head of the Conservative Japan's Women's Association. The JWA is and established the conservative group Nippon Kaigi in September 2001. For many years, Onoda spent three months of the year in Brazil and, in, and was awarded the Merit Medal of Santos Dumont by the Brazilian Air Force on the 6th of December 2004. And on February 1st, 2010, the Legislative Assembly of Mato Grosso do Sul, I'm so sorry, awarded him the title of Ciudado Citizen. And then later on, on I'm so sorry, <laughs> January 16th, 2014, he, Onada died of heart failure at the St. Luke's International Hospital in Tokyo. From complications due to pneumonia, and Japanese Chief Cabinet Secretary and later Prime Minister、uh, Yoshihide Suga commented on his death. I still vividly remember that I was reassured at the end of the war when Mr. Onada returned to Japan and also praised his will to survive. I'm just going to be real with you. This was pretty crazy. Really fun to research. You can look it up by yourself. Moral of the story. I can't really figure out one, so I'm going to just say don't hold petty grudges. So sleep, pray, and have a good day.